I'm Getty Watanabe. I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Hey, welcome back to another exciting episode of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 313 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, Getty Watanabe of 16 Candles fame, ER fame, gung-ho fame, joins us right here at On Screen and Beyond to talk about the showing of 16 Candles on its 30th anniversary at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California on May 1st. So be sure to check that out. And uh, Getty's going to be joining us, so stick around. And don't forget, you can catch a little bit of uh, a snippet of On Screen and Beyond on Saturday mornings on KEST AM 1450 in the San Francisco Bay Area in California. I'll be there to chat with the uh, Real to Real crew as we bring you some uh, remakes, upcoming movies, and sequel information. So... Be sure to join us for that Saturday mornings at uh, it's 8, 12 in the morning around in there, I guess. So, we got a lot of things coming your way this week, so let's get right into it. It's time for Remake Madness, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness. Well, Zack Snyder has been given the nod to direct the Justice League movie, bringing together the long-awaited DC comic characters and their answer to the Avengers. The new Peter Pan movie called Pam will have Amanda Seyfried playing Mary, Wendy's mom. Imagine that. Amanda Seyfried is playing a mom in a movie. And the remake of Flash Gordon that we've reported about a long while back has been confirmed by 20th Century Fox. The film will be made and written by the writers working on Star Trek III. That's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, well, it looks like Josh Holloway is rumored to be starring in Blues Man in 2016 as a teen's life has changed after meeting three old blues men from the South. And Warren Beatty is working on an untitled project about an affair Howard Hughes had late in life with a younger woman. And you can look for Annette Benning, Warren Beatty, and Matthew Broderick to be in the film. That's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Sequel City, well, a sequel has been written to the Thomas Crown Affair, which starred Pierce Brosnan and Rene Russo in 1999, which was a remake of... The 1968 film starring Steve McQueen. No idea yet if the film is going to be made, but it has been written. X-Men Apocalypse is in development for a 2016 release, and they are looking to make The Day the Earth Stood Still 2. Okay, we'll find out what goes on with that one and let you know as soon as we hear. That's it for Sequel City, next on On Screen and Beyond, TV on DVD. TV on DVD, well, Power Rangers, Megaforce, Ultra Defenders brings four action-packed Power Rangers episodes to DVD, VOD, and Digital HD on June 17th. 
On May 27th, you can look for the History Channel's The Universe Season 7 Ancient Mysteries Solved on Blu-ray and DVD. And on June 3rd, True Blood, the complete sixth season arrives. That's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we take a peek at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Movies on DVD, well, June 3rd, Son of God will land on DVD and Blu-ray. July 8th, you can get Nymphomaniac Volume 1 and Volume 2 on Blu-ray and DVD with Shia LaBeouf, Uma Thurman, and Christian Slater. And Nonstop with Liam Neeson arrives on DVD and Blu-ray on June 10th. That's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time here at On Screen and Beyond. TV and entertainment time. Well, it looks like Fox has announced that they will be doing a live production on TV of the musical Grease, just like NBC did with The Sound of Music, only they're going to do Grease. And the show will air in 2015, and it's going to be a three-hour production. And a new TV series is in the works bringing back Jason. That's right, once again, in a new Friday the 13th show. And we'll keep you posted on what's coming up with that. And that's it for TV Time and Entertainment News here at On Screen and Beyond. Coming up next, Getty Watanabe of 16 Candles, ER Gung Ho, and Mulan, and 47 Ronin, and so many other things. We're going to talk about all that and his appearance on May 1st, Thursday, this Thursday, at the Arinda Theater in Arinda, California, for a showing of the film 16 Candles on its 30th anniversary. So I hope you're going to check that out if you're in the area. And he's next. Getty Watanabe, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, we're having joining us an actor who we remember for many movie and TV roles, including E.R., Gung Ho, the movie and the TV show, and most recently, 47 Ronin. On Thursday, May 1st, he will be at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California, along with Debbie Pollock for a showing of the 16 Candles movie in its 30th anniversary. He played Long Duck Dong, and Debbie played Lumberjack. It's Getty Watanabe. Getty, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Great. Thank you for having me. I forgot her name was Lumberjack. <laughs> I thought it was Marlene, but I, I, but you're. I think you're right now. Yeah, this is how my memory goes. <laughs> well, that was After a nickname years. for her. <laughs> I can say that. You know, Getty, this event at the Arinda Theater in Arinda, California, on May 1st at 7 p.m. It's it's the 30th anniversary of 16 Candles. What do you think about that when you think it was 30 years ago? <laughs> well. I feel old. <laughs> that's that's the first thing. Uh, second thing is I, I still am amazed people still remember 
remember the movie. Um, it was uh, it was quite a, a lot of fun to do, and I have really fond memories of it. So uh, I'm actually thrilled, you know, just to be, just to do it. So it, it, I'm just glad you asked. I'm sure it's going to be a, a blast for everybody who goes. There'll be uh, uh, the film's going to be playing. The two of you are going to be there. It's just going to be so much fun. Uh, now, with this movie, how did you come about getting the role of Long Duck Dong? <laughs> well, uh, to be honest with you, I uh, I was doing a lot of theater in New York at the time and studying, and and uh, Sixteen Candles was my first movie. And um, somebody said, oh, can you do a foreign exchange student? And of course, I had never done one before. And I thought, well, of course, you know, every actor says yes to everything. <laughs> so uh, I went and actually actually copied a friend of mine um, who worked in a restaurant. And I went up to him and I said, you know, I, I just need to sit down and listen to you for a while. And I chatted with him and I got kind of his accent together and everything and then I kind of just imitated him and then I went into the into the audition like that basically and that's how I got it and uh, the story goes is that um, the casting director Jackie Birch um, did not know I was not from another country so she thought I was she, she didn't, didn't realize I was from Utah so uh, it, it became a quite a hysterical event because uh uh, I later down the road had to tell her, and then down the road, we kept it a secret from John Hughes for a while, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, is it true? You know, we read all kinds of things on the Internet. Uh, it, it says that uh, I, I read that it said that you spoke in Japanese when you were doing the interview, and you really don't speak any Japanese. Is that true? No. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually um, – uh, yeah, except that it was a mixture of of really more co- Korean, and I don't speak either language. But it was it was the only language that I kind of knew mm-hmm. at the time, so I just figured I could fake it, <laughs> and I did in some in some respected ways. I did, um, but uh, I I didn't know really um, specifically. My my friend was Korean. So I just figured I'd go with that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so so what did you think about the name they gave you in the film? <laughs> well, I just thought it was just kind of a goof. I didn't really have any idea what, you know, if it would take off. I thought, well, this is kind of a kind of a goof. I'll just go in and do it and then and then uh uh I I just kind of went for it. So, um there was no expectation yeah. on the role, basically. You know, just just it, it was what it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, you had such a funny part. It was just a riot, and and you did such a good job with it. You know, it's, it was just uh, just so funny. <laughs> well, I you know I think that came from the theater background. You just kind of like you just go for it. You know, don't mm-hmm. worry about what, what you're doing. Just just do the best you can and commit to it. I guess basically is what the what the what the what the um, what the rule of thumb was for that. So uh, now, do, that's you, what all it is. do you prefer having a character where you can just go and do whatever you know to 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 portray it, or would you would you rather have something that's strictly formatted and you're going to be just like this? Well, you know, um, 
I it just depends on on the movie. I, I this you just and also depends on the director because you know John really loved input and really loved he, he just loved to play. So when you're with somebody like him, you just go, "Hey, John, look at this. What do you think of this? Hey, what about this?" And so it kind of it kind of became fearless in that in that respect. And I think he egged it on. And I think he aided on for, for for all of us, you know, on the yeah. set. So it, it it really just depends on the combination of who you get and who's directing and the people around you, and you know, yeah. it takes off. Huh. Yeah. Did you ever realize that the, the, when you were making it that this was going to go on for so long that people would remember this film as much as they do? I mean, you know, other films. I mean, we can always see any film over again, but you know, this is one that's become a classic, and and the word classic is attached to it <laughs> that's pretty funny uh no to be honest with you i i thought this was one i'd just walk away with and you know take my uh, uh my uh, my uh my sag and make my sag uh, um i i think i think it was the first movie that actually um was able to get into sag oh really so that's all i cared about at the time <laughs> so i had no idea i had no idea this was going to turn out the way it is so no idea at all. <laughs> yeah. Now, is it true, like I say, we read a lot of things on the Internet. Is it true that uh, some people have brought up a little controversy because of, of your portrayal of this role? Oh, yeah, 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 of, of course. And, you know, you kind of em- embrace all of that. I, I, You know, I, I understand on both ends of how people feel. I mean, I still have – sometimes I, I have friends – you know the Asian guys come in up and says, "You know, you ruin my, you ruin, ruin my dating life." <laughs> and I sat there and I said, "I said, oh well, I, I, how is it now?" And they said, "Oh, it's fine." I said, "Well, then, you know, probably it was, you know, it wasn't really me." But, <laughs> but I, you know, at that time, I, I did understand it because there weren't that many um, Asian actors in the business or, mm-hmm. or any roles, so. I guess the iniquity of it all was, you know, kind of pulled through. So, um, you know, I, I think I would, I think that character was blamed for it, and and yeah. not necessarily me. They didn't, right. they didn't really invest me because they just knew I wanted to be an actor. You know, I mean, more than anything. So, um, I understood the controversy, yeah. but at the same time, I thought, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing a, a serious. Kurosawa movie, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not changing the world or the world views on anything. So, so I kind of, I kind of kept it in perspective. Yeah. You know, yeah. The cast. What was it like working with that cast uh, on that film back then? Well, was it... don't, don't forget they were all 16 and 17 year olds. I mean, they were they were that that age, and when I did it. I was 29 years old. I'm I'm hitting 60 next year. So you were 29. I was uh, yeah, I was 29. Really? I, and I'm a yeah, or 28. I think I was 28. I can't remember, but I know it was in my late 20s. Wow. And I I was a complete. I was a 10 year generation or 11 year generation, and most of them were more than that. But so I I didn't know what was going on. But you know, it actually kind of kind of worked for me because it made it more foreign to me mm-hmm. so i didn't really know what what you know what the music was or what people were listening to i was really a complete generation away from it and then uh i i think 
you know, I think so was Debbie. I don't know. You have to talk to her, but I think we were we were one of the older um, we were one of the older teenagers, uh-huh, as yeah. they say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. I didn't I didn't realize yeah. that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was I was I was you know I was kind of doing Shakespeare in the Park during that whole time. So it was it was quite sh- it was a cultural shock for me too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Huh. Yeah. Now, now, going back to when, what made you decide to become an actor? Um, actually, you know, I... Uh, wanted to be one when I was really young. My mom was a seamstress, and so she made costumes for the college that was in Ogden, Utah, and that's where I first got started. And then I kind of got hooked, and then I, uh, I I ran away from home at a very young age, when I, well, wanted to get out of Utah as, as fast as I could, and I, and, uh, I was a, uh, a street singer in San Francisco, and I actually really wanted to be a... Uh, I wanted to be in a band, is how I first wanted to start off. But I, I used to sing out in the, the streets in Chinatown down there by uh, Grant Street, you know, down by the uh, Bank of America Dragon Pavilion mm-hmm. posts that still are there in Chinatown. That yeah. was my play. Wow. So uh, that's kind of how I started. And then this kind of just sort of fell into into place after that. Hmm. And I understand you're, you're quite a singer, actually, right? Well, I... I, I like to think so, but then the, I get weary of people who think they are. <laughs> but I've been doing it for quite a while. I, my, my first show was a, a Broadway show called Pacific Overtures. I was about 19 years old when I was hired for that. That was way before uh, Sixteen Candles. So, uh, I yeah, I had some I had some theatrical chops. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. You you, you know, you were you were you were not foreign to singing. <laughs> Oh no 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 not at all no in fact in fact street singing was was really great because it was uh, you really had to learn how to project your voice you know to be heard you know there was no mics or anything and and uh, it was a great time you know but just a lot of you know people you know dumped money in your box there and it was uh it was you know tax free whoops did I say that but it was yeah <laughs> you'll be getting a call. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Getty, back in 1969, did you yeah. actually be? Were you on Sesame Street? Wait, 69? No, uh, 89. I 89. Think. You're okay. talking about 89. Yeah, yeah 69. <laughs> I was, yeah, 89. I, was so I thought I was going to say you were going to say 89. <laughs> I'm not that old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, no, no. I did Sesame Street for about five years. Really? Uh, yeah, I played a, a character named uh, Hiroshi, I believe, and it was uh, 
I was the art in, uh, artist living down in one of the basements, and I think what yeah that I I could see all of the like like nobody could see Snuffle Snuffleupagus, mm-hmm. but I was the only one that could sit down and talk to him. For some reason, I can't remember the whole story, but uh, but yeah, it was a great great time. That was kind of a fun thing because um, I wrote to the producers at that time and I said, you know, you don't have any Asians on the on that on the show, and they kind of kind of thought about it, and then all of a sudden, it was just a letter. It was just a complaint letter mm-hmm. and explaining who I was, and I guess the producer kind of recognized my name, and then she she called me, and then called me in, and we just had this meeting. We sat down, and she and she said, well, what do you want to do? And I went, oh, I well, I. I don't know. <laughs> you know. I was kind of taken <laughs> off guard, and they came up with a with a character. Yeah. Hmm. And now, now, see, that's what's interesting because we all remember you for Sixteen Candles, but now, you know, looking over your credits, I find that you, you know, you've done a lot more that uh, I just didn't realize, or you know, <laughs> we're so yeah, used. I, people so, are reminding me what I've done, so I don't know either. I can't remember <laughs> something I've done either. So. Well, another film that you did, and I and I, I really enjoyed this next film. Uh, you did Gung Ho. Oh yeah, yeah, fun, great movie. That I, I, really I mean, in fact, I think I just watched it about a month ago or so. It was on TV or so, a couple of weeks. Yeah, it, it does play every every once in a while. It's starting to it, it disappeared for a while, and then all of a sudden it started coming back on 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 you know on on the on the television, which I thought was really really nice to see that again. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I really enjoyed that film. Yeah, good old Ron Howard. What a magnificent man! Mm-hmm. What What is it like working with for Ron? Oh, just you know, those are the those are the times that you just kind of go like, oh, I just I feel safe and sound and taken care of. You know, when you, you everyone who works for him feels that way. So it's you know, it's not it's not a surprise. You know, you, he's just he's just. Uh, it, he, he's just a great man, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the bottom line, really, seriously. Now, did you know when you made the film that they were going to think about making it into a TV series? Uh, no, that came later, uh, and it was mentioned probably. Gosh, you know, I don't, I don't really know how that came about, and I wasn't really quite sure how the the series was came about, but. Uh, uh, some, some. I guess Ron had mentioned it, and then it just took some fruition, and that's about all, all I remember. I don't uh, quite know the story about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was with Scott Bakula, correct? Yeah, 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 dear Scott. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, now, great people. You also, uh, you. I mean, you did so many other TV shows as guest appearances, and you've done voiceovers and everything. But you were on ER for quite a while too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I pop in and out of the ER, <laughs> yeah. and uh, uh, that was quite that was quite fun too. That was a, a, a great great gig to have. Believe me, it's a, a, a you know any any actor would want to do that show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You've done a lot of animated movies and, and TV shows, but uh, one of the big ones was Mulan, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. That was you know that, those are. Kind of amazing gigs because they they sort of like um, you you do it mostly in a box by yourself 
you really don't know who you're talking to. And that's probably one of the biggest complaints, you know, when you kind of go like, did I say this right? Or, you know, but they guide you. So it, it, it's, uh, it, it's a, it's a strange form. <laughs> I call it <laughs> strange formula to work in. Yeah. Speaking of strange, now <laughs> you were with, on the weird Al show. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That, that was a yeah. crazy show. <laughs> And I mean that yeah. in a good way. <laughs> well, you know that that besides Fifteen Candles, I think that movie is is the most quoted too. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the "You're so stupid" line. I think uh, everybody every once in a while comes up to me and says that line. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever tire of people repeating lines like that? <laughs> no, you know I, I I used to, but now. I've just gotten to the point where it's sort of like uh, it's kind of funny. And uh, I was just in New York just a while ago, and um, just and uh, somebody had it on their cell phone, you know, uh, as their greeting. And I kept looking around, going like, "That sounds really familiar." Kind of hiding my face, you know. Wow! <laughs> I don't think they knew I was in the subway really at the time. <laughs> So it's it's fine. It really is. It's quite funny now to me. Yeah. Now, one of the most recent things that you've done, you were in 47 Ronin, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that was sort of like, a, I mean, to me, that was like an... I found myself, I found myself in 3D pop out uh, on the screen. Right. I went and saw it in 3D, and I, I went like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. In 3D, I was kind of like freaked out. It was kind of like, yeah. yeah. Now, was that your first 3D movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I was blown away by it, actually. And in fact, I didn't even know it was do, they were doing it in 3D. Mm. But it was so, so complicated. I mean, there were so many cameras and so many things that were going on during that shoot that... I should have figured that one out, but <laughs> it didn't occur to me. <laughs> huh. Well, Yeti, I got to tell you, people are going to be excited on Thursday this week, May 1st at 7 p.m. for the 30th anniversary of 16 Candles showing at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California. And you and Debbie Pollock are going to be there. It's going to be a fun time. And uh, I've Oh, we're 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 real excited. We're real excited to come up there and 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 just see it and be with people. And and uh, Debbie is an old friend, so uh, she she remained a friend. So we don't do this a lot together, but but we decided uh, to to try to do some things together now since it's it's been the 30 year anniversary mm -hmm. so we're we're really psyched for it. That's so. great. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to finish up with two final questions. Okay. Taking us away from 16 candles and all the films that you've been in the TV shows and everything. When you get a chance to relax, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past and what are your favorite movies now and of the past? Oh. Okay. What do you enjoy watching? Um <laughs> Uh, let's see what um, the shows that I watched that I, that, that just kind of well I I this is quite a quite a, a you know 360 but I like I like to watch Girls and Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I love the Americans. Let's see. So <laughs> let's see. There's there's uh, oh man. Uh, 
uh, Breaking Bad was was I was I almost had a heart attack when that uh, ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> let's see, what was the other question? The movies. The the movies. Oh man, I I, I I'm an incredible um, uh, let's see, uh, Kurosawa fan. Mm-hmm. I, he he just he just slays me. Uh, I love. Um, let's see, I think my. I, I, my favorite double feature, if I ever go see a double feature, is um, is uh, uh, when they play together, and they usually play together, is um, uh, Harold Amad and King of Hearts. Mm-hmm. They yeah. usually have a double feature of those two, and 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 I I, I swear to God, if, if yeah, you, when that would happen, I. would Go to the theater and I'd just stay with through with both of them and just watch both of them. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they're just, they're just they're just still one of my favorite, you know, uh, movies. Yeah. There. Well, Getty, I thank you so much for joining us here, and I appreciate you taking the time. Well, thank you, and I can't wait to see uh, be there this Thursday. Getty Watanabe, I want to thank him so much for taking the time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond. Long Duck Dong from 16 Candles. <laughs> he just played such a great role in that film. And he is going to be at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California on Thursday, this Thursday, May 1st, for a showing of 16 Candles. And also, Debbie Pollock is going to be there, who played Lumberjack with him. They're going to have a Q&A. The film's going to be shown. It's going to be a great time. That's in Orinda, California, at the Orinda Theater. So be sure it's at 7 o'clock. Be sure to check that out if you're in that area. It's going to be a great time, and it's a great theater, too, because it's it's just one of those classic film theaters. So uh, you'll have a great time and enjoy it so check it out all right and let's see what else we have on here on tap we got to remind you that uh kest am 1450 in san francisco bay area on screen and beyond is on the reel to reel show with that crew and i go on and do a little bit of uh information about uh remakes sequels and uh you know, upcoming movies. <laughs> what else would I do? And uh, that's at 8.12 in the morning on Saturdays. So be sure to check that out. And uh, they'd have a good time talking about films and movies and everything. So be sure to check that out at uh, KEST AM 1450. And if you're not in that area where you can listen to it off the air, well, you can go onto their website and you can stream it. So hope you'll check that out. And if you are on Facebook, be sure to like us. If you are on iTunes, leave us a review. If you have a suggestion for a guest here at On Screen and Beyond, and I've uh, just going through my mail uh, today, I saw a couple of suggestions that people sent, and I really appreciate it when you do that because it helps me out. And I will definitely try to get those people on. We'll see what we can do. So uh, you can email me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and I will see what I can do about getting your favorite person on here at On Screen and Beyond. You never know. We'll, I will try getting anybody. It doesn't make any difference. Uh, we'll try. They may not show up. They may. We'll see. All right? And uh, I guess that's it. That's a wrap for this week. Next week, we've got another great guest coming your way. And until then, when we once again take you on screen... And beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.